0: Hey, it's Matt. Today, the doctor is in and he's making a house call to our show to tell us one of the most well-hidden secrets of building wealth you've probably never heard of. If you're ready to get out of debt in record time without working more or eating beans and rice every night, then don't miss today's show.
1: Absolutely. Anyway, Matt, thanks for having me on. Um, again, I'm Brent Kessler, and the name of my company is The Money Multiplier. Our website is www.themoneymultiplier.com. I'm located down here in Port Orange, Florida, um, right next to Daytona Beach, about an hour and a half east of Orlando. Um, and again, the thing that I do is I teach people how to build, keep, and create wealth through the debts and expenses. That they already have. And I've been a customer of this concept. It's called the infinite banking concept. Um, Again, right. So there's this book out there called Becoming Your Own Banker. And it was written by a guy named R. Nelson Nash. And actually, that book totally changed my life. So that is a book that you and your listeners definitely want to add to your financial library. Um, The guy that wrote it, R. Nelson Nash, we lost him about three years ago in March of 2019 at age 87 years old. Uh, But that book completely changed my life. Uh, Actually, so I I wrote a book. um, Oh, I guess it was about three years ago. And I wrote a book with Chris Noggle uh, called Mapping Out the Millionaire Mystery. And I'm happy to provide your listeners with an e-version of this book. If they actually want the hard copy, I'll mail it to them. They just pay for the the postage. Uh, But again, so the e-book is the same. And anyway, Chris Noggle, so like a lot of you guys, especially if you're in real estate, you may know or have heard of Chris Noggle. I mean, if you go Google Chris Noggle or just go to chrisnoggle.com, it's uh, Noggle, N-A-U-G-L-E. Chris is very, very active. In the real estate world, he's had a couple shows on uh, TV. One on House Hunters, another one on HGTV called Risky Builders. So Chris teaches um, just about how to use this concept to buy real estate, whether you're doing like as far as fixed and flips or buy and holds, or you know um, you're doing Airbnbs, VRBOs. I have several pieces of real estate myself, you know, not really a lot of fix and flips, mostly buy and holds or, you know, um, long-term and short-term rentals. And I use my policies um, or this concept um, in order to do that. So, yeah, man, this is what I teach. I've been teaching it now, as I was just telling you earlier, Matt, I I actually first heard about the concept in 2006. Um, I'm actually a chiropractor. Um, oh, wow. I no longer practice chiropractic anymore. I owned four clinics in the, no, five, no, I own five clinics in the Kansas city area. Um, I sold my last clinic in 2017. Um, I haven't practiced myself since 2008 or 2009, somewhere in there. I've had associate docs in my clinics, uh, for quite a long time, uh, but anyway, my wife and I became empty nesters. We wanted to get out of the cold, you know, in in, in the St. I'm sorry, in the Kansas City area. I went to school. I went to chiropractic school in St. Louis, but I lived in the Kansas City area. And my wife and I became empty nesters, and we moved to Florida, which is where I was raised. I was raised on the west coast of Florida, Fort Myers, Cape Coral. But when we moved back, we moved to a town called Port Orange which bumps up against next to Daytona Beach. And the reason we moved here is because I live in an aviation community, Um, meaning we all have airplane hangers attached to our house. So if you're an aviation enthusiast, you know, you kind of love, you know, this area. I have a few different airplanes and, um, you know, I love to fly. My son's a pilot. He flies us around to speak at these events. And um, yeah, so my kids followed me down here. My daughter's 22. My son's, uh, or actually, my daughter's almost 23. My son just turned 21, just actually a month ago. Um, so yeah, man, we travel and we teach this concept and we're able to serve, you know, as many people, uh, as possible with this powerful, uh, concept that has been around Matt for over 200 years. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of people, when we talk to them, they just have never heard about it before. And they're like a little skeptical or hesitant because they're like, why haven't I heard about this? Well, um, it's just not taught. It's just a financial concept that's just not taught but if you go back and you research the rockefellers the rothschilds the morgans the stanley's the barclays you know um and just to see how they built and kept and created wealth. this is how walt disney started disneyland mm-hmm. it's how ray Kroc funded mcdonald's it's how pampered chef got started before warren buffett bought pampered chef so the concept that we teach matt is not brand new It's not on trial. It's not being tested. Um, All we're doing is we're using the tools that the wealthy have been using for a couple hundred years. It's just Mm -hmm. that nobody has ever shared with us or showed us those tools. So again, I'm blessed to be able to teach this method all around the country, you know, every day in my life. As I said earlier, before we started, I mean, I eat, live and breathe this stuff every day. My 22, almost 23 year old daughter, you know, she eats lives and breathes it as well you know every day so this is what we do is teach people this concept
0: so if you're listening and you're deep in debt then this episode is going to be relatable as they say but there's a secret weapon we're going to learn about that has helped thousands of people see the end of the debt tunnel and this may just help you too Your story reminds me how really every business, even a medical office, needs to know at least a little marketing, and that's something that they don't teach the basics in, in so many college majors. And so you're almost a million dollars in debt, you have a family, a lot of responsibilities, and this huge debt ball number hanging over your head. And you were able to whittle down almost a million dollars in 39 months, which is absolutely incredible. But I got to ask the question on everybody's mind. If this is such a great idea, how the heck does this work?
1: Yeah, well, I kind of explained that in this book called Mapping Out the Millionaire Mystery. And I didn't come from a very, um, okay, so the thing is I didn't come from a family with a lot of money. Mm -hmm. I came with a family with a lot of love you know, but we didn't have a lot of money. My dad was the guy that bought things high and sold them low. You know, Mm -hmm. he was a traveling salesman. So there would be times where we were doing okay. And there were times where we didn't have a lot at all. As a matter of fact, I remember um, as a kid, and we were actually living in Clearwater, Florida, and we had to make a choice of either having a, a home to live in or actually my dad had a vacuum cleaner store. We couldn't pay rent for an apartment and a vacuum cleaner store. So we lived in the back of the vacuum cleaner store. We actually showered at the YMCA. So it got pretty bad and it got pretty tough. And as a kid, I remember I had a friend because we were living in the back of this vacuum cleaner store and I was born in 67. So this was probably mid early, mid seventies or so. I was in elementary school. and I remember that in this strip mall where we had the vacuum cleaner store, if you went to the other end of the strip mall and just went across the parking lot, there was a friend of mine, and we were about the same age, and his name was Gus, and I called him Gus the Greek, right? That's what my dad called him, Gus the Greek, really nice kid and everything, and you know, kind of knew his parents. But I, but I used to really remember loving Gus as a friend because his parents owned a Greek restaurant. Uh So when we didn't have a lot of food, I could always go over and hang out with Gus and they would feed me. Right. I remember nights where we only ate hush puppies for dinner. Right. And, And again, that's the stuff they give you for free. If you go to Captain D's or Long John Silver's. Right. So we went through some rough times, but I came from a very loving family and, you know, again we kind of struggled my dad was a he was a salesman he would sell vacuum cleaners door-to-door he would sell down in Florida. You know, we have these things called palmetto bugs. And if you've ever seen these electronic devices that you plug into the wall and it puts out this high frequency sound and it's supposed to get rid of the bugs in your house, you know, he was selling those door to door as well. So, you know, it was it was kind of tough. I didn't really know it at the time, but looking back on it, you know, I know. But but anyway, um, kind of fast forward a little bit. I was in the grocery business. Um, I worked for a company. Um, it was called Win dixie um, and they're kind of in the south. And then I went to another company called Save a Lot Food Stores. And then I, um, and, and again, I met my wife um, in the mid 1990s. I guess early 1990s. We got married in '96. And um, you know, I had always wanted to go to chiropractic school, where people told me I had strong hands. My dad used to always tell me because I'd massages back and everything. And he said, I'd have massage, I had big, strong hands. And so I always wanted to go to chiropractic school, but how are you going to afford to do that? Right? How can you go to school when you're, when you have a job? So anyway, I met my wife, my wife was an engineer. And, you know, I I told my wife, I said, at the time, you know, I was, um oh, I don't know, 27, 28. And I said, well, honey, if I go to chiropractic school, it's going to take me some time to get through, you know, maybe five plus years, maybe six years, because I had to do my undergrad and stuff like that. And I said, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to come out and I'm going to be an older student. She said, well, how old are you going to be if you don't go to chiropractic school in five years, you know? So I owe it to her that she kind of pushed me along. She supported me. I went to chiropractic school in Logan College in St. Louis, Missouri, Um, got out of school, opened up my clinics in Kansas City, Um, started with my first clinic. And, um, you know, I struggled a little bit because at chiropractic school, they teach you how to be a chiropractor, but they don't really teach you how to run the business. I mean, a lot of docs just okay. They think just because you exit chiropractic school and you go open up an office and you put a big sign up and it says uh, Doctor Brent Kessler and you got the doctor name behind your name, well that and five dollars will buy you a cup of Starbucks coffee. It right. means nothing, right? Yeah. People don't come running in the door just because you're a chiropractor. So I had to learn the marketing aspect of that. And I will tell you, I had a good foundation, Matt, because of of the of of the background of growing up and kind of watching, you know, my dad in the sales mm-hmm. industry. So anyway, I found myself though, however, you know, chiropractic student loans, bought a house had a couple children early on, even while I was in chiropractic school. So I found myself in debt, um, a pretty substantial amount of debt. And I heard about this banking concept in 2006. I was at a chiropractic convention, heard somebody talk about it. I thought, man, it looks really, really good, but it just seems too good to be true. I know you've heard about things like that. Mm-hmm. It looks good, but it seems too good to be true. Well, that was me. So I did nothing after I heard the information. However, I went back to another chiropractic conference about a year and a half later, and about 10 or 12 of my colleagues that heard the same information a couple years earlier, the only difference between them and me is they acted on the information they heard. They heard the information, and they implemented the process, so I didn't. And they were kind of throwing up all over me, ranting and raving, Brent, isn't this banking concept the most powerful thing ever to build, Mm -hmm. keep and create wealth, all without working harder, changing your cash flow, taking additional risk or losing control. So I thought to myself, Matt, there has to be something to this, right? There's no way 10 or 12 of my colleagues could be lying to me, maybe one or two, but not 10 or 12. So I came home and I told my wife, I said, honey, We have to start implementing this concept and this process in our financial life. And it was that time, it was February of 2008, and I found myself $984,711 in debt. That's what I owe to the third-party creditors. Now you're thinking, well, how does a guy from Kansas get to be almost a million dollars in debt, right? I know if you live somewhere like in California, that buys you a very small house, but in Kansas, it buys you a lot. Well, I had my student loans. Um, I had the house that I lived in. I had the office. Um, I also had a condo on the Lake of the Ozarks between St. Louis and Kansas City. And if you have a condo on the lake, you have to have a boat and a wave runner, right? You can't have a condo on a lake without a boat and a wave runner. I'm also an airplane pilot. So I had to have an airplane. So it didn't take me a lot to become almost a million dollars in debt. Well, I was able, Matt, to take this concept and apply it. And I was able to pay that debt off in 39 months, three years, three months, all by simply adding one step in my financial life. And that step is what I learned in this book that Nelson Nash taught me in that book, "Becoming uh, Your Own Banker." So then I became really passionate about it, and I started telling others uh, just about the concept mm-hmm. um, as well. And I started my first banking policy um, back in 2008, and then and then it was one day my the guy that I started my policy from. Or, or, okay, the guy I started my policy with, he came to me, I was at his office, and I was reviewing my policies. And he says, Brent, he says, he says, all this banking that you're doing, he says, you're doing a really good job. And he says, you're referring me a lot of people. And he says, he says, as of today, you referred me a total of 41 clients. And I told him, I kind of made a joke. I said, Ray, you've never paid me a dime for any of those, right? <laughs> yeah. And I kind of laughed about it. He said, no, no, no. In all seriousness, he said, you're very good at this. He says, you're teaching it and telling others. He said, you should consider doing this. I said, really? I can do it. And he said, yeah. I said, what do I got to do? He told me what I had to do. I had to get licensed. Um, I took my insurance license uh, test. I'm now licensed in every state of the country. And I just started doing the same thing I was doing before, except now I'm getting paid for it. So (laughs) I started that journey in March of 2012. Um, you know, which is just a little over 10 years. I have over 6,200 clients in every state of the country. Everything is basically word of mouth and referral now. I travel around the country. I do podcasts. I do um, Zoom meetings, virtual mm-hmm. events, go to meetings, live presentations on stage you know we were talking before we started that i'm going to be at the ohio ria the cincinnati and toledo Mm -hmm. you know in ohio next uh, on saturday i'll be in jacksonville i just came from palm beach next thursday is um uh uh uh, um is a denver after that is houston so, I'm all around the country teaching this, and I'm just blessed to be able to serve others with this powerful financial information. So, it's a win win for everybody. And I do the same exact thing that I talk just to people about doing and designing and using these policies. And again, I know we haven't got to that, but the whole structure behind this concept, of how we're building. Our wealth, Matt, um, as you already know, is through a whole life policy in a mutual company that pays dividends, a life insurance policy. Now, usually when I tell people, I say life insurance policy, they kind of cross up, fold their arms and say life insurance. How would you ever build wealth through life insurance? Most people think I know everything there is to know about whole life insurance. Well, no, you don't, because if you did, you would be implementing this in your life. Now, keep in mind, Matt, this is not just any life insurance policy. It's not Mm -hmm. one that you can go buy from your brother-in-law that sells life insurance, right? We all have a brother-in-law that sells life insurance. No, this is a specifically designed, specially engineered, whole life insurance policy in a mutual company that pays dividends, that's designed for high immediate cash value. And my definition of immediate is within 30 days. So it's a specific policy. Most agents will not even talk to you about this type of policy because they have to take a huge cut in their commission. Because that's how life insurance agents get paid, is a commission, right? So the pay doesn't come from the consumer. The way I get paid is the same way your car insurance Guy or gal gets paid. So, Matt, if you go to John Smith, the Allstate man to buy car insurance, the check that you write is not to John Smith. You write that check to Allstate and Allstate pays John Smith a commission. Yeah. So yeah. that's how we get paid. But this is what we specialize in. This is all I do. I'm 100 of, percent of just like designing these policies for that high immediate cash value. I don't do anything else. I only do one thing, and this is the one thing that we do. A lot of people, Matt, think that this this concept is an investment of some time. Well, I can understand why they think that, because on these policies, they're guaranteed to go up in value. Doesn't matter what's going on in the external world. Doesn't matter if, if, if there's inflation, no inflation, if the housing market or stock market goes up or down, pandemic, no pandemic, riots, protests, no riots or protests, Republican president, Democratic president, it doesn't matter. All those external factors do not affect what's going on in your policy because you have a guaranteed growth rate in your policy plus dividends. Before you ever accept, sign, or pay For that policy, you see all of those numbers Mm -hmm. and nobody in your state or any state in this country has ever lost money in a whole life policy in a mutual company that pays dividends. But a lot of people think it's an investment because it goes up in value. Well, again, Matt, the true definition of an investment is something that can go up and that can go down Mm -hmm. in a policy there's zero risk, it can only go up in value, no matter what happens in the external world. And you're able to use the cash in your policy and all your money is still growing inside of the policy even though that you're using it. So you're gaining that guaranteed uninterrupted compound interest. I say uninterrupted, meaning you're using your money And all your money is still in the policy continuing to grow while you're using it. So there's Mm -hmm. no interruption of the compounding effect. So the guaranteed growth rate plus the dividends that the insurance company pays. Now, dividends are never guaranteed. Okay. however, every company that we write business with has been paying dividends for over one hundred and twenty two consecutive years without fail. So think about that. That's back to 1900. Mm -hmm. So even during the Great Recession, the Great Depression of the 30s, the insurance companies were profitable and they continued to pay dividends. Yeah, well, the money was coming in, right? So, as the money comes in, like at the time when I started, I'm a chiropractor. That's how I'm making income as a chiropractor. Money is coming in as a chiropractor. And I elected to start, okay, how much money am I going to start that policy with? Well, my, okay, the, okay, so the very first policy I started was $2,000 a month. That's the amount I decided to put in the policy. Now, it could be less, it could be more. You know, we never ever tell you how much to put in the policy. So, my first one was 2000 a month. I really couldn't afford to do that, but I knew I had to do something different. Um, and of course, I couldn't afford to put all $24,000 for the whole year in one, one lump sum. So, I paid it monthly. Then I started another one and another one and another one. Fast forward today um 24 25 policies. i think it's 25 policies i have now i put about 600 000 a year in my policy i buy at least one policy every one to two years because you want to get as much money into the policy as you possibly can because you want to get that money into a tax-free environment because mm-hmm. all the money that you put into your policy you're paying with after tax dollars which is a great thing right the thing you want to do matt is you want to pay tax on your money one time, one time only at the lowest rate possible. And you wanna get that money into a tax-free environment and you wanna get the government completely out of your hair, Yeah? yeah? So, again, I just like, right, I started my first policy and then from the money in that policy, I would take a policy loan from the general fund of the insurance company. Now, when you take a loan, you're not taking your money out of the policy. You're simply putting your policy up for collateral, taking a loan from the general fund. So your money is continuing to compound and grow as if it was all in there. It's uninterrupted compound interest. Now, on the website that I mentioned to you on like on our website, www Themoneymultiplier.com. So, like if your listeners, if they go to the website, they click on a tab called resources click on another tab called presentation. I have a full hour and a half plus presentation, and it breaks down all of this and how it works with my downloadable attachment. So you can see actual numbers. And I just use, I use an example of $10,000. Somebody's putting in a year, another example of 25,000. Now Mm -hmm. don't get wrapped up in the numbers. If the numbers are too low, add a zero. If they're too big, take away a zero. The number doesn't matter. The concept works the same. So the thing that we have to answer your question is hey on this budget how do you do it? Well, the thing our team does and see this is what makes us at the money multiplier so unique is the services that we offer you that we provide for you to all of our clients is we create a vehicle called the money multiplier map. Now, the thing you can Google my name, YouTube my name, you know, you can go out and you know put or Chris Noggle, the guy that wrote the book with me, and you'll see you'll see tons of plan designs, case studies, success stories, testimonials, and you'll see these money multiplier maps. Well, the thing we do is we design those maps individually for each client because the because of uh, the information we gather is obviously the amount of, of dollars they're putting into the policy right which is called the premium deposit whether, right, just for you, Matt, it could be $1,000 a month for your neighbor. It could be a $100,000 a year, right? I mean, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. It all works. The growth works the same way. It just works on a different number. That's it, okay? Yeah. So now we put the money into the policy. And now what we do is we design this map. So what we'll do, Matt, is our team will take your debts and expenses that you currently have, wherever you're at right now in your financial life, and we will incorporate that into the map. And all we're doing is we're transferring those numbers that you already have right now, maybe on an Excel spreadsheet. Like, let's say you or someone listening has 10 debts that they owe, credit card, house payment, car payment. Well, what they do, they have those on a sheet probably somewhere, and they pay these every month. Well, all we're going to do is transfer them, um, okay, onto our own map, which is called the money multiplier map. And now when they put the money into the policy, they're taking the loan from the general fund of the insurance company and they're paying that debt down and they're paying it off. So for all the listeners that go out and watch that example, I show an example of a guy that has 12 third-party debts. He owes almost $470,000 And I, and it was going to take him 18 years to pay it off. I show him how he does it in 61 months, five years in one month, he pays off $470,000 and he does it with a $108,000 outside inject. I think one, I think the 108, I got it right. $108,000 or, um, no, I'm sorry. 125, um, Uh, a plus 10 135 160 it's a $160,000 outside injection he pays off $470,000 in debt yeah never changes his cash flow never works harder takes any additional risk or loses control but he pays that off the 470 with a $160,000 outside injection all keeping everything else the same and it doesn't take him 18 years; he does it in 61 months, five years in one month. Yeah. So that's what we design. We design another tool called the cash flow analysis, and there's other tools like when you Google my name or go to the money multiplier, and you know we even um, there's even um, uh, right or 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 go to chrisnoggle.com and look under the money multiplier. Um, we do every Wednesday, we do a wealth Wednesday webinar every Wednesday at 4pm Eastern Time. Uh, I'm sorry, 1pm uh, at 1pm Eastern Time. And then at 430 Eastern Time, we do a segment called Ask Me Anything. And, and again, we have all these case studies, plan design. So it works no matter where you're at, no matter if you have zero debt, or you're a, a a whole bunch in debt, no matter if you started a little bit of policy premium or a big amount of policy premium. Because see, a lot of people say, well, Brent, that looks really good, but I don't have any debt. Well, that may be true that you don't have any debt, but is it really true that you owe like no man nothing? No, mm-hmm. it's not. Because the thing, you have to pay taxes. Everybody likes to eat, so you got to pay food, yep. right? Yep. You have to pay your electric, Um, You put gas in your car. You like to go on vacation. So Bobby likes to play soccer. Susie likes to do piano lessons, whatever it is. So it's not just about debt. This concept, Matt, is about you recycling and recapturing every dollar that's been leaving your family forever. Mm-hmm. So in the example, right? Okay, so like when they watch that recorded presentation, I go over how a person buys a $25,000 car every five years. And not only do they buy the car and they get the car, but they get the money back. Because see, here's what happens. Anytime you buy a car, the thing you do is you have to take your money and you have to give it to the car dealer. Yeah. And it's either gonna be bought with cash, you're gonna bank finance it or you're gonna lease it. Because I don't think any of your listeners are dishonest and stole the car. Well, there might be a couple shady ones out there, but most (laughs) of them are pretty honest, right? So the thing you have to do is you have to give the money to the car dealer, right? Well, what happens, Matt, when you give that money to the car dealer? That money is gone forever. Mm -hmm. You've given up all earning right on that money, right? But in exchange, you get the car. Well, how about if there's a way that I can give them the money for the car, I get the money, so okay, or the car. So again, so they have the money, I get the car. Most people say that's the end of the transaction. I bought the car, they get the money, I get the car, everybody walks away home happy. But no, by adding one step in your financial life map, what I do is I give them the money, I get the car, but now I have a system, a concept, a process of how to get all of that money back. And I show you that, I prove that to you when you watch that presentation. The reason I do it for a car is because I talk to all different audiences, but most all of my audience, they've either, okay, so most everybody that I talk to has either owned a car, driven a car or ridden in a car. Mm -hmm. So they all understand a car, but you can do this concept for anything that you wanna buy. It doesn't matter, it can be a house, a bicycle, a boat, a piano, a big screen TV, a chandelier, um, uh, you know, a a painting, a statue, a vacation, taxes. Yes, you can pay taxes and get your money back. Charitable giving. Yes, you can give to charity and get your money back. Wow. And when you're recycling the money, um, okay, now you have more to give. You yeah. have more to do. And when you're keeping that money in the family, it is a complete Game changer. And again, as I said earlier, Matt, I'm not changing my cash flow, not working any harder, taking any additional risk or losing control. I'm adding one simple step. It's not a step that we're going to try it and test it and hope it works. No, it's been around for over 200 years. I'll give you, and again, just Google my name, YouTube my name, go look at all the people, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, the Morgans, the Stanleys, the Barclays, and how they've implemented it just in their lives.
0: Okay, so let's say an entrepreneur like me or any of our listeners want to try this concept out and get our first policy. And let's just take me, for example, I own a lot of businesses. It makes the most sense to put the policy in my business names, right? That way I'm not liable. Is that right?
1: Absolutely, 100%. Um, as a matter of fact, I own the five chiropractic offices. So I had payroll. Mm-hmm. I had to buy, you know, equipment, modality and therapy equipment, x ray machine, I had to buy headrest paper, you know, anything that you can think of in your business that you have to buy. So I ran all of my expenses through this method. Now, even though the business can own the policy, I normally don't recommend the business owns it. I recommend either you own it as an individual or a trust owns the policy. Now, the reason is, is because if your business owns the policy, let's just say you have just, it's gonna, uh, okay, uh, just, uh, all right, let's call the business X, Y, Z, business, LLC, S Corp, Mm -hmm. C Corp, whatever. Well, if the business actually owns the policy and that business ever gets sued and there's a judgment against the business, the policy could be an asset Mm -hmm. that's attached. Mm -hmm. So instead, you're better off owning the policy or a trust owning it and you loan money to the business. And then the business is going to pay you back with interest just like they would pay any other debt or expense. And I go through that with people too. Now, now, okay, so does that mean that we have zero businesses own policies? No, but most of the time you wanna own it or a trust to own it because now it's protected against those lawsuits and judgments and you yeah. just loan the money to the business. Not really, it's just sometimes that you want, like if you want the trust to own it, like a lot of people like their assets, in trust and the policy is an appreciating asset so it goes up in value um so uh, so okay so like a lot of times um uh, a person wants the trust to own the policy and they may want the trust to be the beneficiary okay um but again it uh, okay i mean it doesn't have to be that way but that way it's the, when the money okay is passed down on the death benefit because these are all policies so there's a death benefit associated with it so there has to be a body that's actually insured i mean somebody has to give some blood and pee in a cup Mm -hmm. you have to qualify to get one of these policies you you have to answer the health questions just like you said you answered health questions right you just can't say, I want one of these. So again, right. It's not a right for you to have one of these. It's a privilege. So again, there has to be a body involved. And if the trust is own is, is going to own the policy, the body that is going to be the insured, there has to be a vested interest in that trust. Mm -hmm. And also, okay. So the ownership can transfer because there's three things on every policy. There's the owner of the policy. And normally Whoever owns it is the one that makes the rules. He or she who has the gold makes the rules, whether that's an individual owner, a trust or whatnot. There's the insured individual. That's a body that has to answer the questions, pee in the cup, give the blood. Um, And then the third thing is the beneficiary. The beneficiary is who's going to get the proceeds when the individual or, or when the insured individual dies. Mm-hmm. so if the beneficiary is an individual such as matt shields right let's say you own a policy on your wife i'm, I'm assuming you're married and you have yeah. owned a policy on your wife well if your wife passes before you and you're her beneficiary the death benefit would go to you tax-free right mm-hmm. or maybe it'll go to the children tax-free whoever you elected whoever the owner elected to be the beneficiary if the beneficiary is a trust then the trust would get the proceeds, but the trust has a trustee, right? So Mm -hmm. I have different trusts, I'm the trustee. So I have policies, I own policies individually, and I also own policies in the trust. And I have, um, and so then I have my beneficiaries could even be my spouse or my kids, or it could be, you know, my trust or my foundation, you know, but the owner of the policy is the one that's gonna decide and designate that.
0: Mm So are you thinking what I'm thinking? I've always thought life insurance was for, you know, well, when, when you die, when you pass away, when I'm gone, we get it to cover all those expenses for our wives, our kids, our family, maybe if we had friends that we really liked, we, we get it to cover all of those expenses when we die. But now we're hearing that there's a way life insurance can help us when we're still kicking I don't know about you, but I'm certainly interested in learning more about this. Life insurance policies are known to be kind of tricky. Like, they're only designed to help your loved ones when you're dead, or so we thought, right? So this is a huge shift. If someone wants to try out this method, what are some other big details we'd need to know before taking that plunge?
1: Yeah, so it's up to you. The number is up to you. I have people that put in $150 a month and I have people that put in I think our biggest client is 540,000 a month. Wow. Or, or no, I'm sorry. Uh, 450,000 a month which is uh 5.4 a year. Okay. So, it's totally up to you the amount you put in and Right. So the answer to your question is you want every dollar you possibly can get to run into the policy. Even on this book, if you turn to page 48, he says in the book, it says it always sounds a bit strange to people when I say premium and income should match. Okay, so your income should match your premium. He says he says, let's start with a very basic fact. All of your money goes through someone else's bank now. When you get your paycheck, what do you do with it? Right. You deposit it into someone else's bank, then you write checks against it to buy the things you want in life. While it is in the bank, the bank or okay, while it's in the bank, the banker lends you um okay, I'm sorry, while it is in the bank, you deposit it in someone else's bank. Then you write checks against it to buy the things you want in life. While it is in the bank, the banker lends your money to someone else and makes a good living doing it. Yeah. So you want all of your money eventually, Matt, to get into the policy first. Now, that doesn't happen overnight because remember, you have to qualify for the amount that you're wanting to put in. Most people can never get there to where income and premiums match. And it's because the insurance company will simply not allow you to have that much death benefit. Because see, the thing you can't do, Matt, is you cannot over-insure a car the same way you can, not or again, I'm sorry, you can't over-insure a body the same way you can't over-insure a car or house. So there's only so much coverage that you can get on a body. And the way the insurance company makes that determination is they're gonna take your age, your health, your gross income, and your net worth, and they're gonna say, okay, This is your human life value. Now, it's a scary way to do it, but that's how the insurance company looks at it. So the thing that I have to do is I've got to paint the picture to make you look as big as possible to the insurance company, net worth, you know, um, your income. And things like that. Totally opposite than if you're if the tax man calls you. If the tax man calls us, we yeah, tell him we're broke, yeah. we owe everybody, and don't own anything. Right? Yeah. Yep. With the insurance company, totally the opposite. We make you look as big as possible. I mean, I'm not going to lie, but we we try to pull out the stuff where we're trying to hide for the tax man. Mm-hmm. And I'll just comment on what you said earlier about this is kind of a backward way of thinking. Um, if uh, you go to my website and watch my full 90 minute presentation. Uh, anyway, I started out with, with it's, um, it's, it's called the backward bicycle video and all of you guys can YouTube, YouTube it, just go to YouTube, click on backward bicycle. And it's a video about a seven and a half minutes long. And it's a guy that has an Alabama hat on, on a bicycle university of Alabama hat on his name is Dustin or Destin. Um, and he talks about the backward bicycle. So I make almost everybody watch the backward bicycle video first. Mm -hmm. before we go into this concept because this is a paradigm shift it's not what your parents taught you about money your friends your colleagues or your coworkers. so it is a total different way of thinking about money so you got to kind of shift the way you've been thinking Mm -hmm. because it's not the way your parents are doing it it's not what your friends your colleagues are doing you know I mean if you think about it all of our friends colleagues parents grandparents guess what they tell us to do they say go to school, get a good job, work for 30 or 40 years, put your max your money out in a 401k, IRA, retirement plan, get into a pension and the government will keep care of you after that. Well, how in the hell has that been working out for most people? Right, you know. Right. You all know people, you all know people that are at retirement age that went down that route that have to work at retirement age not because they want to, but because they have to for survival because those plans did not work out as expected. I see that every day. Yeah. There's no age limit at all. Normally the age limit for you to get insured on a body, on your individual body, I would have said up until about two months ago, I would have said 72 or 73, but my daughter just got a 78 year old approved. So I don't, wow. So now I say that the oldest we've ever got approved was 78. Now I have clients that are above 78, but they just buy the policy on someone else, such as a Uh. a spouse, a child, a grandchild, or someone they have a vested interest in, a niece or a nephew or a business associate. So they can still own and control everything that's going on in the policy. They may, okay, the thing is they may just have to insure another body. I see. I have a colleague that owns 107 policies and he's not even insurable. He was diagnosed with leukemia in 2006 and they gave him 90 days uh, to live. Um, You know, so now he has less leukemia cells in his body than someone that wasn't ever diagnosed with leukemia. So what in the hell did the doctors know? But he owns a lot of policies since his leukemia diagnosis it's just not on his body he owns them on other bodies because he was diagnosed with leukemia and even though he's totally beat it and if he went in today to test and if and if nobody knew he didn't have leukemia previously they wouldn't know he would have it but because he has that diagnosis it it kind of sticks with him forever yeah. so he'll never be able to get insurance on his own body for the rest of his life wow. but he can still buy it on other people yeah, absolutely. Well, again, okay, so this book that I wrote called Mapping Out the Millionaire Mystery, all you got to do is send me an email, Brent B-R-E-N-T, Brent at the T-H-E, M O N E Y, M-U-L-T-I-P-L-I-E-R. Brent at the I will send you the ebook and I'll also send you my full recorded presentation with the downloadable attachments or If you don't want to send me an email, if you want to look it up on your own, just go to our website, which is www.themoneymultiplier.com. There's lots of stuff on there. I've actually got like 72 videos that we just uploaded in the last six or seven months that are up there that are recent. But on that website, if you go to the resources tab and then hit presentation, you can just start watching the presentation on your own. There is nothing on the website to where you have to opt in or we're gonna contact you. No, no, no. I don't ever contact you unless you contact us first and ask to be contacted. So all of our information is out there. We're not gonna give you a follow-up email. Like if you go right to our website, you go to resources and presentation, you decide if you want to opt in and get future stuff from us. If not, just go watch all the videos watch the information go to google go to youtube google my name brent kessler okay brent kessler or chris noggle um type in the money multiplier you know or or, or google our name there's tons of information case studies plan designs success stories testimonials um but yeah just uh, shoot me an email i'll even give you a texting number for your audience and i'll get that text you know and i I'm a texter, so my texting number is 785-248-9637, and, you know, just, and again, the only thing I ask is when you come on, just say, hey, you heard us on the Matt Shields podcast, you know, that way I know where to come from. Even if you don't tell me, I'm going to ask, where did you hear about us? Because everything we do is word of mouth and referral, so you guys okay. are going to tell me a live event, a podcast, a Zoom, you know, Um and again, I think we were talking, Matt, earlier about real estate. You know, I, I speak um, at um, just a lot of these big uh, conventions for real estate. One is, card, is called RAL in Phoenix, the Residential Assisted Living um, that a uh, Gene ran. I've been to Think Realty. Um, another one called Realty Four One One. Another one called Page Panzerello Investing, Building Wealth with Notes, Cash Flow Chick. Um, another guy, Aaron Halderman, um, called noteworthy. Um, we, we do the event at secret knock. Um, there's a secret knock event every year. I mean, there's tons of events that we do all around the country. And, 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 and then of course, another thing on our website, you can go to our event calendar and I would check it every week because we're always adding new events of where we're speaking at. Like we just added Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, and there was another location too. I can't remember where that was, but Tulsa, Oklahoma was just added. So we're all over the country teaching this. At the end of July, we'll be in Buffalo, New York. Um, we'll be out in October. We'll be in Sundance, Utah. That's a great
0: place. Yeah. If you haven't been it. to Sundance? Yeah. Sundance great, is a great place. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So you definitely can. You know, like I talk to people that have existing policies with other agents or agencies, you know, because mm-hmm. they just, they started policies, you know, not necessarily a banking policy, but another policy. So like any policy that you have that has cash value, I can work with that and be your servicing agent if I work with that individual or or if I work with that insurance company in other words if I'm contracted and I'm contracted with multiple ones we talked a little earlier like for example Lafayette Life in Cincinnati Ohio another company called One America sometimes referred to as American United Life in Indianapolis Indiana there's Mass Mutual there's Penn Mutual you know um, Guardian. So there's different insurance companies. Not all companies allow you to do this concept, but every company I write with allows you to do it. So for example, let's say that you're working with an agent, and you bought the policy from the agent, but the agent isn't really giving you the tools or the servicing, which that's what happens in most instances. You know, that's what makes us unique is our policy servicing. And so let's say you already started that policy with the other agent, and the thing you want to do is switch to us. Well, Now, I can become your servicing agent, but I don't get paid to do that. I don't get paid to be your servicing agent. The only way I get paid is if you start the policy with me or with our company, The Money Multiplier, with one of our producers on our team. So um, again, okay, so anyway, even if you change the servicing agent, that other agent is still going to get paid all the commission on the policy, including the renewal. So the servicing agent doesn't get paid. So what we do is sometimes allow um, a customer to come to us. And if they're starting a policy with us, and if they have another policy that has cash value, we will take it on as the servicing agent. And you have to be doing one with us. So it's preferred that if you already know about us, that you start with us um, instead of starting down the street. But that's not always the way that it happens. So we can talk about that, you know, with the with with people on an individual basis. But most of the time we will service your existing policies, which basically is just creating more work for our team and not getting paid. Yeah. And then it's releasing all the duties of the other agent and he's getting paid. Doesn't seem like a Great way to do it, but it's just, it's just the nature of the the game, right? Yeah.
0: Yep. So, but,
1: but yes. So the answer is yes, it's possible.
0: Thanks for listening. If today's episode got you all jazzed up to make some changes, then head on over and take a listen to episode number 107 for more inspiration. Odds are, if you're hearing my voice right now, you may be a self-made business owner who feels like living the dream, but the problem is I'm completely unhappy and unfulfilled. And it's like, I looked at my life and I'm like, I should be happy. This is so frustrating. I sacrificed so much and I worked so hard to get to this point just to realize that I'm unhappy and I'm unfulfilled. Then yes, this podcast is here to help. My life goal, probably much like yours, is to leave a lasting legacy that mattered, On the "Pass the Secret Sauce podcast, I share with you everything that I've learned and uncovered from other successful entrepreneurs about building a business and a life with the financial freedom that allows us to give back to others. Let's face it though, it's going to take years for me to share what I know and what I'm able to learn from others in these free weekly episodes. And the truth is... You know, here's the idea. It's fully fleshed out. No, the thing is, you're never going to have a lightning bolt. Perfect idea. Like it always starts with little things. So if you are waiting for that lightning bolt to come, it's not going to happen. You need to take action now. If you're really committed to leaving a legacy that mattered by improving your life and your business faster than you could solo, then I sincerely invite you to our secret sauce mastermind. This is a program that I put together so that I can rub elbows with and learn frameworks and systems from extremely skilled and successful individuals. That way, every member, myself included, can shortcut our learning curves. Unlike many masterminds where content is static, we poll our members monthly to find out what the most common struggles are currently, and then we leverage our network and the power of the podcast to bring in experts to help brainstorm unique solutions to our problems. You'll be able to interact directly with our experts on live Zoom calls and also be able to reference our growing historical content library. As a group, we will guide each other through personal and professional challenges while you incubate your legacy in a group who understands not just your goals, but also what makes you you. If you're interested in applying for the mastermind, simply email application at pastthesecretsauce.com. And as always, remember, pass the secret sauce.